Hey guys, what's up? I'm Jordan Crook, and I'm the managing editor here at TechCrunch. I spend most of my days worrying about TechCrunch events, and a big part of my job is determining which speakers would bring the most value to the TechCrunch audience. The ones that can teach entrepreneurs something or tell stories about what they've been through. As you probably know, coronavirus is trying to get in my way, but I'm not gonna let that happen. That's why we're launching a brand new virtual speaker series called Extra Crunch Live. Extra Crunch Live, in a nutshell, is a Zoom call with some of the best and brightest minds in tech, from entrepreneurs to investors. Here's how it's gonna work. We're gonna hop on a Zoom call, broadcast that Zoom call to YouTube. I'll ask some questions, but more importantly, you'll also be able to ask your own questions. So who are we talking to? Well. This week alone, we'll be talking to Aileen Lee and Ted Wang, who are partners at Cowboy Ventures. And later this week, we'll be talking to Charles Hudson, who is a total pre-seed wizard. In the coming weeks, we'll have guests like Mitch and Frida Kapoor, Rulof Botha, Hunter Walk, Mark Cuban, and Kirsten Green. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We are going big on this, so expect to see many, many more speakers lined up in the coming weeks. Extra Crunch Live is one of the many features that comes along with an Extra Crunch membership, as well as a hundred plus in-depth articles that answer the questions that I think keep entrepreneurs up at night. You can try your first month of Extra Crunch for just $1. I'm really, really excited about Extra Crunch Live and I hope you are too. So see you there. Good morning and welcome back to Equity Monday, a quick hit from the Equity crew to help start your week. We're going over what happened this weekend and what's coming in the week ahead. We'll also take a peek at a startup funding round or two and dig a little deeper into a news item or, you know, new trend that's been stuck in our head for the last couple of days. Equity was super busy last week, so if you have a minute after this app, check out our earnings-focused equity shot from Saturday and the main app from Friday, which was, if I'm totally honest, a lot of fun. This is Monday, the 4th of May, 2020. Let's go. The big deals in India continued this weekend after Facebook's recent $5.7 billion bet on Geo, a huge telecom company headquartered in Mumbai that has hundreds of millions of mobile internet customers. Private equity firm Silver Lake is following suit, TechCrunch reports, spending $746.8 million on the same company's equity at an apparent 12.5% premium. While we tend to focus on investments in startups that sit atop the world's internet infrastructure, it's notable that so much money is going into firms that are connecting India's populace, one of the largest populations, of course, in the world. As an aside, if you have time, the uh, Indian mobile internet explosion is super interesting and worth looking into. Also out this weekend was news that Intel is expected to buy MoveIt, that's M-O-O-V-I-T, for around $1 billion. Now, MoveIt is a Israel-based mapping startup that has raised over $100 million to date. The deal was widely reported, but has yet to be confirmed. What gives? Well, according to TechCrunch, MoveIt will become part of Intel's Israeli automotive hub, which is anchored by Mobileye, the autonomous driving company that Intel acquired for $15.3 billion in 2017. Intel Capital, Intel's corporate venture arm, is a previous investor in MoveIt. 
And finally, this morning, a new SEC filing from Uber announcing that it is discontinuing Uber Eats operations in, quote, the Czech Republic, Egypt, Honduras, Romania, Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, and Ukraine by June 4, 2020. Uber rides will still operate in those areas. Why is it doing this? Well, the company noted in the same filing that, quote, the discontinued and transferred markets represent 1% of EATS gross bookings and 4% of EATS adjusted EBITDA losses in Q1 2020. Paying 4% to get 1% is bad math. Uber also promised to reinvest the spend elsewhere. And of course, its earnings are coming out this week. Now, Uber's earnings really are the perfect segue to what's coming up this week because we are still, you know, happily for me, I suppose, ensconced in earnings week. Last week, we saw numbers from tech giants and a couple of SaaS stars alike. This week, however, much more fun. Uh, We should have news coming from Shopify, Roku, Uber, Beyond Meat, PayPal, Pinterest, Dropbox, Square, Peloton, and Lyft, and probably one or two other smaller names that I'm forgetting. Now, why do we care? Well, each one of these companies will provide an interesting set of data that will help us better understand one particular group of startups. So, Shopify's earnings will tell us more about the state of e-commerce and especially smaller business e-commerce. Uber and Lyft will tell us what's happening in mobility. Recall that Bird and Lime are currently cutting staff. PayPal and Square will help us understand what's going on in fintech, you know, in the payment space. There's a lot of companies working there. Dropbox should bring us notes on SaaS churn, especially relating to smaller clients. And Peloton is just going to be hilarious, you know, one way or the other. I'm just going to read that. Stocks look set to open down today after Friday's declines and ahead of the halvening, nearly exactly a week from when I record this, just almost precisely seven days, Bitcoin and other cryptos are down a few points in the last 24 hours. I got two new funding rounds for you this morning, sticking with our kind of early stage focus. Class Plus has raised $9 million. The Indian startup, according to TechCrunch, has built a Shopify-like platform for coaching centers to accept fees digitally from students and deliver classes and study materials online. Now, as you can imagine, and as you probably know, as the world stays locked down to combat COVID-19, distance education software and software companies are having a moment. New data out of the past few days shows that the model is booming in China, and if you ask, well, If you ask any parent you know, they can confirm that more and better tooling is needed than Zoom and Optimism. The Series A was led by RTP Global and participated in by other investors like Sequoia Capital's India Surge, Spiral Ventures, and Strive, according to TechCrunch's Manish Singh. Looking even smaller, UK-based Oxwash, that's O-X-W-A-S-H, has landed a $1.7 million round. I really can't improve on how our own Natasha Lomas described the company, so here's a quote. So Oxwash is, quote, a laundry startup that's aiming to disrupt traditional but environmentally costly washing and dry cleaning processes by using ozone to sterilize fabrics at lower temperatures along with electric cargo bikes for hyper-local pickups and deliveries. So high-tech laundry with neat delivery options, that would make living in a city much more palatable, if I'm totally honest. Now, Oxwash's round isn't huge, but the firm has raised a few hundred thousand before to help kind of build out its cleaning network and work on its tech. So it seems to me this is a cool company doing a lot without too much money, which is always what we like to see. Now, to kind of wrap things up, I wonder if businesses that are still in need of improved margins are going to make it, especially companies that kind of were hoping to get their margins to a better place by the end of this year, say, before COVID-19 showed up. Now, Uber and Lyft are reporting earnings this week, as we mentioned, and the numbers are going to be probably pretty bad. 
Uber's ride business is suffering and it's pretty doubtful that its food delivery business is growing enough to kind of fill that hole. Not to mention that Uber Eats is far less profitable a business than Uber's traditional ride hailing model. Lyft doesn't even have food delivery, which means we'll get a pure look into the numbers this week about kind of what happened to ride sharing alone. Both companies were bets on improving margins, gross and net, over time. You could also argue that Uber and Lyft were on the cusp of making their models work as the economics of their operations were set to start generating enough gross profit to cover the cash costs of their businesses. But those targets, coming in the form of adjusted EBITDA promises from both American ride-hailing firms, are now kind of in doubt. Now, what about transportation startups that weren't even close to that? What chance do micro-mobility startups have? In a worse funding climate, they need more money while their year-over-year numbers likely fall as no one goes anywhere? The old investing joke about tides and swimming naked is true, but it appears doubly true when we're talking about companies that were gross margin marginal, at best, in the good times, which are behind us. I wonder what percent of startups that were maybe trending towards just being okay before the economy got worse can make it. All of this is part of the larger tune that we're hearing more and more clearly as 2020 rolls along, that business fundamentals are important, even in the best of times. Why? Well, because you never know when... Suddenly, the market's going to dive. And that's all we have for you today. Hugs and love from the Equity crew. Go check out the prior apps. We did a bunch of cool stuff. It's uh, We had a really good time, so I think you will too. We hope you are as safe as you can be. This is Alex. This is Equity Monday, and you are tremendous. Talk to you soon. Bye.